Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Trading in Tokyo is on hold this morning due to a technical issue. A network problem has forced the operator of the Tokyo Stock Exchange to halt trading just as key economic data was being published. We'll keep an eye on this for you here on Your Money. Meanwhile, in Sydney, the ASX 200 is up 0.8%. Investors there appear to be applauding a new COVID-19 rescue plan. Markets in China, Hong Kong, South Korea and Taiwan are closed today for public holidays. Joining me now to discuss all the market action, let me turn to him, is Ryan Huang. How is Thursday going, Ryan? (laughs) It is one day closer to the weekend, so I am pretty pleased. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you got your pretty peace smile on. Big news on the local corporate front this morning as Singtel announces new leadership. So the Telcos Group CEO, Chua Sok Kung, will step down from the first of the year. She'll be replaced by a company stalwart who's been with Singtel since 1993, Yuan Kwan Moon. So this leadership change comes amidst difficult times for Singapore's biggest telco. What do you think are the challenges a new leadership could face? Yeah, I've actually had a pleasure to interview both of them because they've been around at Singtel for such a long time. Just looking at Trussell Kung, uh, she's been in her role for 13 years in the company for 31 years. Wow. So a long time Singtel veteran. She will be succeeded, like what you mentioned, for, um, by Mr. Yang Kwan Moon. He's been with the company since 1993. So he's risen through the ranks and now he's um, made the successor. So what people will be looking out for, I think, will be a couple of things. Now, Singtel is going into somewhat of a new landscape. We've now Mm. got 5G coming on board. So how are they going to navigate this new landscape and monetize 5G, implementing all the investments and then making back on the, uh, the returns on those investments? And if you look at what's also changing up is pay TV. Singtel has this um, TV arm and that is also under pressure. Meal TV, because you have not just Netflix now, also the likes of Amazon, the likes of Disney Plus and Apple TV. So all that is going to start chipping away on its TV and content business. So in terms of bundling, that usual way of getting people to buy more Singtel services, that is going to start to lose its um, proposition in terms of attractiveness. And you also have price pressures coming through uh, with the telco phone bill fees in places like in India, overseas markets. So Singtel overseas associates uh, have been underperforming for quite some time. So that is something, I guess, he has got his work cut out for him in the quarters to come. Yeah, Singtel shares have tumbled nearly 40% since December. Just last week on the show, we talked about how the company's dividends are being threatened by COVID-19 and Singtel's deteriorating financial position, in fact. Mm. Ryan, what do we know about Yuan Kwan Moon, the incoming group CEO? So Yen Kwan Moon is the chief digital officer. He's also the CEO of the group Singapore Consumer Business. So he is someone who's pretty much had a lot of leadership positions through marketing, through business development, sales, even a stint in Indonesia for Telkom Cell. So he's pretty much um, got his eye or experience with many parts of the company. So uh, he is 
someone I think people will trust because he's a long-time Singtel veteran. So I think there is unlikely to be any big shakes in terms of um, investor reaction so far. And like you mentioned, mm. we are, of course, facing a COVID-19 pandemic that is stressing a lot of um, businesses. Singtel is not unlike any of the other ones. So with people cutting back on travel, it is also suffering on the um, roaming data income as well. So that is one part of the business that is suffering. Uh, so it is going to be um, something investors will be, I guess, watching to see how things pan out from here in terms of new plans mm. to revive the business. So Ms. Yen joined Singtel in 1993 and really has risen through the ranks with leadership positions in marketing, business development, even sales. Now, back in August, we talked about how Singtel could be the cheapest blue chip stock in the local market that nobody wants to own. We're only a few minutes into the trading days so far, but how are investors reacting to the news of this leadership change? Yeah, so 12-year lows and yesterday it was up 1% before the announcement. And looking at what we have right now, it is due at 212. So I think uh, markets are still waking up to the idea and digesting the news. So no movements yet on Singtel. All right, we'll keep an eye on that. In the US uh, overnight, two major companies had direct listings on the New York Stock Exchange. Shares of data mining company Palantir had a volatile session, finishing nearly 17% off their intraday high. The workplace organization app Asana had a better session, finishing up more than 6%. Now, before we get into the details, Ryan, remind us what the differences are between an IPO and a direct listing. So, in simple terms, an IPO is about how a company will issue new shares to raise money. With a direct listing, you already have shares and you are putting it on the market to sell. So, that is a big difference. You cut out the middleman, the underwriters, the banks. You don't have any cornerstone investors in new shares. So you just put whatever you have on the market and you start trading. So that takes away a lot of paperwork, also a lot of the um, scrutiny from regulators. So that seems to be an increasingly favoured way for some of these tech companies to go into the market, especially if you look at the likes of Palantir. They are actually still loss-making. So that is something, impressively, they are still getting quite a bit of interest despite still recording losses. I want to pick up on that. So one reason why companies like direct listings is there's no lock-up period. Uh, employees, early-round shareholders can sell stock from day one. We do have reports, though, that Palantir insiders struggled to sell shares at the debut because of a trading glitch. What happened? Yeah, so Palantir's um, direct listing gives the current investors a chance to offload some of their shares, right? So uh, what happened with the opening minutes is a bit of a technical glitch with Morgan Stanley's trading platform. It's called Shareworks. So the reports are that people just couldn't get their orders in. And that is, uh, of course, something frustrating because if you are a company uh, employee, they've been waiting for a long time to sell your shares. And and what's uh, worth pointing out is um, there is a lockup period for these shares, but they can sell 20% of those shares. So this is what I think employees are trying to get done um, with the initial minutes. But good news is it got resolved. So they did manage to sell their shares at the end of the day. Let's turn to the financial sector now. The US Federal Reserve is extending restrictions on big banks in an effort to ensure that their balance sheet remains strong in the face of a challenging economy. Ryan, what are the restrictions and how are investors likely to react? Okay, so very widely watched. And this is something that the Fed has been communicating in the past few weeks. And this has come to pass. They 
have extended the dividend and buyback limits on banks. So this was something they announced in June. So very in line with what other central banks elsewhere are also advocating. Preserve your capital. Make sure you have enough money to weather the downturn from the COVID-19 pandemic. So this is what they are doing. Limit your dividends. You can't pay higher than what you did in the second quarter. And also no buybacks. So make sure you are keeping your money for a rainy day. So that is likely to not be welcome news for investors because many of them buy bank stocks for the dividends. Yep. And if you are not getting any upside from dividends or if it's not even getting um, paid at all, that is not a really good deal. Google kicked off its annual hardware event overnight with several new products, including 5G phones and a Nest audio speaker. So speaking of good deals, did anything at the launch catch your eye, Ryan? What should I put on your (laughs) Christmas list? All right. How about everything? (laughs) And that includes a Google Pixel 5. And this is, of course, like many new phones, they will just make it faster Mm. and for a shiny new better camera. So that is essentially what a Pixel 5 is. And you've got Google TV, Chromecast and a... I guess home assistant of sorts is called the Nest Audio. So if you just need to connect your home appliances, your Google appliances, uh, that is uh, one way to you know, get your TV on without moving to the remote control, you know, using it to shut off the lights if you have it connected. So that is something you can actually use to turn on Money FM as well when you just want to turn on the radio. Yeah, I need one more device to speak to in my house to turn on the lights. That is for sure. Is that all you want, Ryan? Well, yeah, I think I'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Time to check back in on the markets. The Straits Times Index finishing the red yesterday. It fell nearly 3% in September and dropped more than 5% in the third quarter. It closed yesterday at 24.66. So how has it kicked off this last quarter of the year? Yeah, Singtel, or rather Singapore Exchange, uh, STI, on a two-day losing streak yesterday. And so far, off the gates, it's up by 1.2%. So 2,496. But uh, what's worth noting is across the region, most markets are closed. Even Japan, uh, unscheduled break because of a trading glitch. And some of the stocks to watch out for more more closely on the Singapore Exchange, uh, you will be watching out for Singtel. Now it's starting to get some movement. It's up 1.4% at $2.15. So extending yesterday's gains of 1%. And if you look at what's going on with the likes of Capital Mall or rather Capital Land Retail China Trust, um, that is in the news because they have been talking about diversifying their portfolio beyond retail into office and industrial. So on the back of that, investors are pushing up the stock by 2.7%. And if you look at what's happening with Capital, they have been also communicating their plans to monetize their assets. And that is welcomed by investors. Again, extending yesterday's gains of 3.5% is up by 1.8% this morning. And looking at the banks, they are also in the green, uh, led by DBS, up by 2.1%. So that is lifting the STI in the opening minutes so far. Thanks very much. He's Ryan Huang. I'm Michelle Martin, and you're with us here on Market View. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.